And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, beekeepers across the province suffer major losses due to the extended cold winter and spring, and it could have an impact on some crops. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. Saskatchewan beekeepers suffered major losses over the winter and early spring due to bitterly cold weather. The president of the Saskatchewan Beekeepers Development Commission, Simon Lalonde, says 30 to 40 percent of bees died over the winter and early spring. He says beekeepers will rebuild this year but will have a lean year with honey production down about 20 to 30 percent. Saskatchewan produces about 25% of Canada's honey crop, or 19 million pounds. Lalonde adds production of some flowering crops, particularly canola, may also see some lower yields. In Saskatchewan, there was quite a bit more winter kill than we're used to, largely due to the fact, or it looks like, because of that extended cold stretch we had at the end of March and early April. So how big was the loss? We're still doing a survey. Uh, the provincial apiculturist is is running through those numbers. We're looking probably 35%, possibly up to 40%. So that's about twice as twice the loss as we've seen in the last few years. What does it mean for honey production in Saskatchewan? A lot of beekeepers are probably going to be taking the existing hives that they have and splitting them down to build their numbers back up. But in order to do that, uh, we'll be turning back the dial on some of the honey production. There just won't be enough bees in those hives to make a full crop of honey. How much do you expect production to be hurt this year? It's tough to say right now. We've really only been into the bees for about a month, and bees are, are pretty amazing little creatures. If they get perfect weather, they can turn things around not too bad, but honey production in Saskatchewan will probably be down 20 to 30%. And how much do we usually produce? We're into the 19 million pound range right now. And we've got, what, 100,000 bee colonies, 955 beekeepers. Do you see it hurting other crops, like, say, canola, which is a big flowering crop? That's probably going to be the bigger economic impact. Bees can, can increase canola yields by up to 8 to 10% in perfect conditions if there's enough hives around them. Generally, though, farmers would probably see a 3 to 4% increase fairly standard. So there will be a few less bees around but probably not enough for a canola farmer to see an actual difference. It's something that's just in the background there, a little benefit for them. So you see it hurting some canola production. What about other crops? Soy is starting to creep into the province. Bees don't make a lot of honey off of soy, but it does help with pollination. Alfalfa, clovers, things like that, some of the hay crops, but a lot of those will often come down before the benefits. With the dehigh plants gone and with the alfalfa seed, industry much smaller than it used to be. The bees aren't as as needed for crops like those. Are there any other solutions like importing bees into Saskatchewan? There are bees. Package bees will come in from uh, Australia, New Zealand, and will often import queens from places like California or Hawaii. A lot of beekeepers in Saskatchewan are very happy with the genetics that they already have, though, and as much as we can, we try to use our own stock and try to be proactive to build up ahead of time so that we're ready for something like this. This year was just too big of a shock. So you see them importing more more bees this year? 
there may be a few more queens coming in. Uh, the queen bees is, is what you need to start up the beehive. So there may be a few more of those, but as far as packages go, probably no more than usual. And how are honey sales going so far this year? Honey sales are pretty quiet right now. Uh, we've gone through a, a significant price reduction, and the price is slowly bouncing back. Uh, most beekeepers thought it should bounce back a little bit quicker. So if they can, they're trying to hold on to what they have, hoping that that price will continue to go up. Yeah, with a drop in production this year, I assume it could go up? It might help out a little bit. Canada's fairly low on the worldwide production scale, so often whether or not we have a bumper crop or a crop failure doesn't really impact the worldwide market. How does Saskatchewan rank in Canada? For honey production, we are second. Alberta produces about 40% of the honey, and Saskatchewan produces about 20 to 25% of the honey. So the three prairie provinces have the bulk of the beehives, and the three of us produce the bulk of the honey crop. So I guess in summary, uh, we've had quite a shocking loss of bees because of bitterly cold weather, and you see a a drop in production. What's the long-term answer? Beekeepers will bounce back. It'll take a a year or two or maybe three to get our numbers back up to where we want them, but it's a growing industry in the province, and it's farming. Not every year can be a, a banner year. So you take the good and the bad and hope that you can bounce back and stick with it for next year. Simon Lalonde is a beekeeper at Clavette, about 250 kilometers northeast of Regina and pr- northwest of Regina, and is president of the Saskatchewan Beekeepers Development Commission. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carnduff, and Odessa. A farm family from Bangor, south of Yorkton, has been given the 2018 Saskatchewan Association of Watersheds Stewardship Award. Gary and Lynn Richards have a mixed grain and cattle farm that's been in the family since the year two, since 1902. Gary and Lynn returned to the farm in the year 2000. We used to be a straight grain operation about uh, 16 years ago now. We started getting back into cattle. So we're cow-calf and we run some yearlings, not very many, but uh, we background our calves during the winter and then usually sell them into a grass market. And then the the grain operation side, we use a rotation with uh, cover crops and perennial forage to rotate through some uh, grain land that uh, we're trying to improve the soil. The Richards used a diverse blend of grass and legumes for pasture. What we're trying to do is use a rotation of polycultures, whether it's uh, perennials, legumes and grass, pastures, or else uh, cover crop kind of cocktails where we'll seed oh, up to 15 or 20 species together to use with the cattle to graze off or make feed. And in both of those uh, scenarios, we're just trying to improve the land. And and then we'll go back oftentimes and then grow grain uh, using less inputs because uh, of the fertility that we have after that uh, polyculture and cows being on it. Richards goes into more detail about polycultures. A lot of our cropping systems, most of them in North America are monoculture, so you grow wheat, you grow canola, you grow barley, you grow flax, whatever the case. 
whereas in nature you never have that. You have a bunch of different species together. So we're trying to mimic nature, and by doing that, cause our soil to be healthier with the microbes and a whole bunch of other stuff. So that's why we seed 10 to 20 species of different plants together. And because of that interaction, we're mimicking nature and uh, we're improving the soil. So we're increasing organic matter, uh, microbiology, we're fixing a bunch of nitrogen and uh, hopefully a whole bunch of other stuff. And in the process, turning our land into a, a sponge so that when it rains, it just goes into the ground and doesn't run off. Richard says more farmers are beginning to adopt the process he calls regenerative agriculture. We've kind of degraded it quite a bit over the last 50 to 100 years just with methods of farming that we've done with organic matter and soil health, uh, microbiology. So we started in this about 15 years ago and then we started growing cover crops probably in 2009 and uh, that was very new to... uh, probably Saskatchewan, I guess. So now it's becoming more and more commonplace, and you hear a lot more about it, and soil health is kind of a buzzword these days. So it is gaining momentum. It's a slow process, but we are seeing a lot of movement in that direction, and I think producers are recognizing that uh, there is value in it, and uh, I guess because we've done that, that's probably one of the reasons we got this award with the Sask Association of Watersheds. Gary and Lynn Richards farm at Bangor, south of Yorkton. They're the recipients of the Stewardship Award presented by the Saskatchewan Association of Watersheds. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading this morning. Canola gained $1.50 at 50834. Oats rose $3.40 at 161.61. Number one red spring wheat increased $1.38 at $250.71 per metric ton. The rest were all unchanged. Durham, $252.81. Feed barley, $195.63. Flax, $462.84. Yellow peas, $244.54. Feed wheat, $189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is up 15 and three quarter cents at $637.5 a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 22nd. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.82 to $0.92. D3 cows sold from $0.65 to $0.80. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.10 to $1.25. Even though our spring pre-sorts are over, we are still seeing a few feeders coming through the ring. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $1.67 and sold up to $1.90. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.80. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.65 and sold up to $1.75. For the heifers, 
550 to 600-pound heifers averaged $1.57 and sold up to $1.65. 600 to 650-pound heifers averaged $1.56 and sold up to $1.70. 650 to 700-pound heifers averaged $1.54 and sold up to $1.70. 700 to 800-pound heifers averaged $1.53 and sold up to $1.68. And 800 to 900-pound heifers averaged $1.50 and sold up to $1.56. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,700 hogs Friday. Selling range of 153 to 155 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,300 head. Selling a range of 150 to 157 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, May 18th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 151.96, Ham's Cash, 150.46, Thunder Creek Bricker, 145.36, and High Life, $152.78 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down 48 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.2880. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.45 cents U.S. U.S. cash market started this week sharply lower, with negotiated prices dropping approximately $1.30 U.S. 100 weight. The combination of an increase in hog numbers and an increase in carcass weights has pork production up 5.7% over year-ago levels. This is putting pressure on prices as packers are concerned about what discounts will be required to clear the market of the added supply. However, ham values made good gains to start this week by adding $6 U.S. 100 weight, more than 10% of their value, and lifting the carcass cut out by over $2 a hundred weight. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy with 40% chance of showers this afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 20, the high 29 degrees. The low 13. Wednesday, partly cloudy, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high 28, the low 17. Thursday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 25, the low 14. Friday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 27, the low 13. Saturday, sunny, the high 27, the low 14. Sunday, sunny, the high 31, the low 14. Monday, sunny, the high near 29. The normal high is 20, the normal low is 5. The sun rose at 5.02 this morning, it sets at 8.48 tonight. Round the province, Estevan 28, Saskatoon and Swift Current 24, Weyburn 27, Yorkton 26. In Regina with partly cloudy skies, it's 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 5, humidity 31%, barometer rising 101.2. Sunny Moose Jaw 26, winds are from the north at 8. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and 27, that's 81 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.